You're listening to Eureka on Monocle Radio, brought to you by the team behind The Entrepreneurs, the show all about inspiring people, innovative companies, and fresh ideas in global business. I'm Tom Edwards. Julien Vessier is the founder and CEO of Batchworks, a design and manufacturing firm specializing in 3D printing. Julien's on a mission to change the way things are made by developing viable circular practices using smart technology. His vision is to be the leading supplier of sustainable manufacturing capabilities to brands and designers all around the world. Batchworks has an office in Hackney here in London and a site in Amsterdam. And this month, the business has launched a crowdfunding campaign on the Cedars platform. So how do you ensure continuity and build a sustainable business when your methodology is so innovative and maybe disruptive? And given that, how do you ensure you bring everyone along for the ride? Well, here is Julien now with more on how the journey began. Batchwork started really back at university, so I'm, I'm trained as an architect and I did my thesis around how digital manufacturing can change the way things are made and really can relocate and reshore manufacturing. And so as I was working as an architect, I kept this idea of using additive manufacturing or 3D printing, more commonly uh, used to really make products that could bring to people without going through traditional manufacturing. So that's how it all started. And then after two years working as an architect, I've decided to create my own company. And I was fortunate enough to be working with Paper Chase on the first year. They picked Batchworks through a trade show I was part of, sort of startup corner. And so they turned up and I had, my booth was one 3D printer that was just making things. And then so the whole Paper Chase team came up and I was like, oh great, that's what we're going to do for 2019 collection. So I still was in my bedroom, so I quickly moved into a container in East London, bought more machines. And so it took a year, year and a half to sort of figure everything out from labelling, pallets and really how do you deliver large retails like Paper Chase. So we launched, it was at the time the world first 3D printed stationary collection made from biodegradable materials. So it was a full collaboration with them. So that was fantastic. And that's what really sets Batchworks. And yes, since then, the vision has been the same is, is really how can we change the way things are made. So when I started, you know, for paper chase, it was biodegradable, but it wasn't recycled material. And now we fully work 100% recycled material. So I think really the, the big push was when COVID happened, really. And we got commissioned by hospitals to do those visors. And, and really we made 100% recycled of those. And that's really was that sort of global supply chain issues. And, and really traditional manufacturing wouldn't keep up with the demand of those products through the crisis then we really saw an opportunity to bring that to life. And obviously in the UK, Brexit on top of that didn't help. We've seen sustainability, circularity being not just a buzzword, but something that needs to be implemented to either meet sustainability targets, but also being a more cost-effective way to make things and more agile, actually. And that's the, one of the major points is by being more agile, you're just cutting costs, supply chain, you're cutting, and then as well as giving a circularity opportunity. 
So after the, the sort of COVID, we started applying for a lot of government funding, Innovate UK funding, because the gap we've seen as well is in, in order to be able to achieve that circularity and that end-to-end circular model, you have to have the tech line, you have to have the material line, you have to have the hardware. And so throughout the early years of Batchworks, we've identified those gaps. And so we now have over three millions of you know grand projects to really push that technology to enable those products to be made in a cheap and affordable way. That's really been a major sort of push for us to be able to have that, that funding to, to get the software, hardware and materials together to enable that. As a startup, we innovate and we bring ideas faster. We're working with large corporations in uh, multiple space, retail space, in furniture space, and it's really to do that shift is just, you know, we're here to help them do that. And so what we've seen is the, the work we're doing with one of the largest retailers in the UK is for the first time ever, they have a head of sustainability, so they do have to really meet those targets as well as being cost effective. So so it's really, we definitely see that change from throughout those corporations, but we, for them to do that shift is obviously harder and longer, so hopefully we can do that. Kibu emerged from a collaboration with the design agency Morama, which is in the same building as us. And really that emerged from personal background where, you know, and, and you probably went through that as well, buying really cheap kids' headphones, you know. They should be, the young generation should be the one to sort of lead the way for a, a sustainable future. And when you look at kids' headphones, they're literally nothing out there. And it's all just crap really and then plastic and and even the one who claimed to be sustainable is just a box that is made of cardboard it's not even the product itself so we decided to enter that consumer electronics market through that project and really what it does is really bring a recycled circular headphones and repairable and so how can we bring playfulness and sustainability and cost effectiveness to that product to really make a reality of that because Again, if we bring a product that's going to cost hundreds, then also you are narrowing down to specific audience where we want to make this product accessible and you know available. And so it really combines all the aspects of bringing that circular model to a end consumer product. And I think the key element here is there's no MOQ, there's no tooling, there's no upfront costs. It's literally a digital file and that sits on a computer and that can be distributed globally. So if you want to launch those headphones in the US, then literally you're just sending the file and it can be made there. And I think it's really about this. So, so you're lowering the risk to bring that product to market and then you can really make an impact because then you're more in touch with your audience, your consumers. And I think in order to be circular, you need to be within that loop with them. And I think the other key elements of that technology is reducing the amount of parts so if you look at traditional headphones you'll have tons of screws tons of plastic parts and so you're at least reducing by half or more the amount of parts and that's what makes it also sustainable so there's a lot of pieces there that makes it sustainable not just the material that was julien vessier the founder and ceo of Batchworks. You can learn more by heading to batch.works. That's all for this episode of Eureka. We'll be back at the same time next week. Do look out for The Entrepreneurs, the main programme, every Wednesday. 
Eureka was produced by Laura Kramer with mixing and editing by Jack Dewars. And you can contact Laura, send her an email on lrk at monocle.com. I'm Tom Edwards. Goodbye, and thanks for listening to Eureka. <laughs>